Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. I'd like to start today by introducing you to our new sponsor, Blue Bottle Coffee. We love supporting companies that are passionate about what they do. And Blue Bottle Coffee is passionate about offering you coffee from the finest sourced beans. Whether you're visiting one of their renowned cafes, subscribing to custom coffee delivery services online, or enjoying products a la carte. You're getting great coffee served at peak deliciousness. Take advantage of Blue Bottle Coffee's subscription service to taste a wide selection of fresh roasted whole beans from around the world, plus the added convenience of delivery on your own schedule. Head on over to bluebottlecoffee.com slash listen to try your first 12-ounce bag of whole beans normally a $20 value, for only $5. That's bluebottlecoffee.com slash listen. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from The Power of Truth by William George Jordan, published in 1902. Living in an air castle is about as profitable as owning half-interest in a rainbow. It is no more nourishing than a dinner of twelve courses eaten in a dream. The atmosphere of air castles is heavy and stupefying, with the incense of vague hopes and phantom ideals. In them you lull yourself into dreaming inactivity with the songs of the mighty deeds you are going to do, the great influence you someday will have, the vast wealth that will be yours, sometime, somehow, somewhere, in the rosy, sunlit days of the future. The architectural error about air castles is that we build them downward from their gilded turrets in the clouds instead of upward from a solid, firm foundation of purpose and energy. 
This diet of mental lotus leaves is a mental narcotic, not a stimulant. Ambition, when wedded to tireless energy, is a great thing, and a good thing, but in itself it amounts to little. We cannot raise ourselves to higher things by what we would like to accomplish, but only by what we endeavor to accomplish. To be of value, ambition must ever be made manifest in zeal, in determination, in energy consecrated to an ideal. If it be thus reinforced, the thin airy castle melts into nothingness, and the individual stands on a new strong foundation of solid rock, where on day by day, and stone by stone, they can rear a mighty material structure of life work to last through time and eternity. The air castle ever represents the work of an architect without a builder. It means plans never put into execution. We are told that we are the architect of our own fortune, but if we are merely an architect, we will make only an air castle of our life. We should be an architect and a builder too. Living in the future is living in an air castle. Tomorrow is the grave where the dreams of the dreamer, the toiler who toils not, are buried. The woman or man who says that they will lead a newer and better life tomorrow, who promises great things for the future, and yet does nothing in the present to make that future possible, is living in an air castle. In their arrogance, they are attempting to perform a miracle. They are seeking to turn water into wine, to have harvest without seed time, to have an end without a beginning. If we would make our lives worthy of us, grand and noble, solid and impregnable, we must forsake air castles of dreaming for strongholds of doing. Every person with an ideal has a right to live in the glow and inspiration of it and to picture the joy of attainment. But the worker should never really worry about the future. Think little of it except for inspiration. You should determine your course as mariners study the stars. Then make your plans wisely and prepare for that future by making each separate day the best and truest that you can. Live up to the fullest of your possibilities each day. You have only one day of life, today. You did live yesterday. You may live tomorrow, but you have only today. The secret of true living, mental, physical, and moral, material, and spiritual, may be expressed in the five words, live up to your portion. This is the magic formula that transforms air castles into fortresses. People sometimes grow mellow and generous in the thought of what they would do if great wealth came to them. If I were a millionaire, they say, and they let the phrase melt sweetly in their mouths as though it were caramel. I would subsidize genius. I would found a college. I would build a great hospital. I would erect model tenements. 
I would show the world what real charity is. Oh, it is all so easy, so easy, this vicarious benevolence, this spending of other people's fortunes. Few of us have a million, but we all have something, some part of it. Are we living up to our portion? Are we generous with what we have? The person who is selfish with $1,000 will not develop angelic wings of generosity when a million comes. If the generous spirit be reality with the individual instead of an empty boast, they will every hour find opportunity to make it manifest. The radiation of kindness need not be expressed in money. It may be shown in a smile of human interest, a glow of sympathy, a word of fellowship with the sorrowing and the struggling, an instinctive outstretching of a helping hand to one in need. Let us leave our air castles of vague promises behind and rise to the dignity of living up to the full proportion of our possessions, no matter how slight they may be. Let us fill the world around us with love, brightness, sweetness, gentleness, helpfulness, courage, and sympathy, as if they were the only legal tender. Let us stop saying, if I were, and say ever, I am. Let us stop living in the subjunctive mood and begin to live in the indicative the one great defense of humanity against the charge of unfulfilled duties is, quote, lack of time. The constant clamoring for time would be pathetic were it not for the fact that most individuals throw away more of it than they use. Time is our only really valuable possession, for without it every power within us would cease to exist. Yet we recklessly squander our great treasure as if it were valueless. The wealth of the whole world could not buy one second of time. Yet assassins dare to say in public that they have been killing time. The time fallacy has put more people into air castles than all other causes combined. Life is only time. Eternity is only more time. Immortality is merely our right to live through unending time. The air castle typifies any delusion or folly that makes us forsake real living for an idle, vague existence. Living in air castles means that we see life in a wrong perspective. We permit our lower self to dominate our higher self. We who should tower as a mighty conqueror over the human weaknesses that threaten to destroy our better nature, bind upon our own wrists the manacles of habit that hold us a slave. We lose the crown of our king and queenship because we sell our royal birthright for temporary ease and comfort and the showy things of the world, sacrificing so much that is best in us. For mere wealth, success, position, or the plaudits of the world. We forsake the throne of individuality for the air castle of delusion. The person who wraps themselves in the Napoleonic cloak of their egotism 
hypnotizing themselves into believing that they are superior to all others, that the opera glasses of the universe are focused upon them, and that they tread this stage alone, had better wake up. They are living in an air castle. The one who, like Narcissus, falls in love with their own reflection and thinks they have a monopoly on the great work of the world, whose conceit rises from them like the smoke from the magic bottle of the genie, is living in an air castle. The person who believes that all humanity is united in a conspiracy against them, who feels that their life is the hardest in all the world, and lets the cares, sorrows, and trials that come to us all eclipse the glorious sun of their happiness, darkening their eyes to their privileges and blessings, is living in an air castle. The person who makes wealth their god, instead of their servant, who is determined to get rich, rich at any cost, and who is willing to sacrifice honesty, honor, loyalty, character, family, everything we should hold dear, for the sake of a mere stack of money bags, is despite their wealth, only a rich pauper living in an air castle. The person who permits regret for past misdeeds, or sorrow for lost opportunities, to keep them from creating a proud future, is losing much of the glory of living. They are repudiating the mana of new life given each new day, merely because they misused the mana of years ago. They are doubly unwise because they have the wisdom of their past experience and do not profit by it, merely because of a technicality of useless, morbid regret. They are living in an air castle person who spends their time lamenting the fortune they once had, or the fame that has taken its winged flight into oblivion, frittering away golden hours erecting new monuments in the cemetery of their past achievements, in their former greatness, making what they were ever plead apology for what they are, lives in an air castle. To the world and to the individual, a single egg of new hope and determination, with its wondrous potency of new life, is greater than a thousand nests full of eggs of dead dreams or unrealized ambitions. Some people live in the air castle of indolence, others in the air castle of dissipation and pride, of avarice, deception and bigotry, of worry and temperance and injustice of intolerance, procrastination, and lying, of selfishness or some other characteristic that withdraws them from the real duties and privileges of living. Whatever keeps you from living your best, truest, and highest life now is to you an air castle. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get your own private feed to our podcast with full transcripts delivered right to your smartphone by becoming our patron today. It costs less than a cup of coffee a month 
and will ensure the production of our podcast for years to come. Visit livinghour.org slash patron. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.